BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Abe Lincoln's Top Hat is brought to you by audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash top hat to sign up for a free trial. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. That's great. Welcome to the show. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We're joined by Ray Sani today. Very excited. Thanks for being here, Ray. Thank you for having me. It's a good day to commit a crime. Murder, 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 murder. murder. Park illegally. Do whatever you want in New York City. Get your turnstile jump on. (laughs) Exactly. Cops don't care. Cops have feelings, too, and their feelings are currently hurt because Mayor de Blasio didn't, uh, I don't even know what they really wanted him to do. I guess, like, fluff him or do, I don't know what happened. Their whole beef with de Blasio right now, of course, we have all the Eric Garner protests in the last couple months. Right, and all de Blasio really did was allow it to happen. Well, he said that he understood. That's all it was. Like, and uh, the NYPD saying it's like, no, de Blasio sided with the protesters. Right. And de, de Blasio, he said like, you know, I understand. I question, you know, his uh, his wife is black, so his son Dante mm. right. uh, is mixed race. So he asked, you know, I wonder if my son is safe out there. Well, he didn't quite I, say that because that would be even more inflammatory than what he actually said. He mm-hmm. was so tepid. It was really, really. What did he say exactly? So what he said was that he talked to Obama and... Um, like he, through a medium or he no, actually they, got him on the phone? <laughs> did, he, did he go to a crystal ball and a I, sage or something? They had been someplace <laughs> together. I can't remember what. And he was saying that Obama told him that your son Dante reminds me of me that age. Uh, oh, uh, from privilege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucked up afro. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he said, you know, uh, that, you know, this is deeply personal for me because I have a son who I have to talk to about um, authority figures and interacting with the police. Right. Who and he ends it with who are here to protect and serve you. He didn't even say, oh, I understand the protesters. Mm -hmm. He was just like, oh, I got a brown kid, too. So we've had a conversation about being brown next to cops. He didn't even say what he said. Really, I do weird. think that he uses his son Dante as a little. You can tell when he you was really coming. Hate de Blasio. When, I don't hate De Blasio. I like that he's tall and I like that he's late for everything. <laughs> but you know when he was coming, uh, and that and that uh, and that baby was being made inside of his beautiful wife. He was just like, that is that's going to be a great go to. Yeah. Any mm-hmm. racial issue, I'm, I just put my go to uh, <laughs> my go to kid inside of you. I mean, the go with the fro campaign. We talked about it when it was happening months ago. Mm-hmm. Infuriated me because. Because that's a normal hairstyle for a black kid to have. Oh, if sure. he would have had like you know flowing Brett Michaels like blonde <laughs> hair, I'd be like, well, that's very unique hair. Go with the fro drove me nuts. Wait, and- but 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 fros though are considered um, unprofessional or a political statement. Yeah, but- so it's kind of cool that he wants to normalize it. He's a seventeen-year-old kid. Yeah, you're supposed to have an afro when you're seventeen years old, aren't you? Yeah, sure. But if he continued the afro into like being twenty-four, like a and he worked at a bank or something, they would tell him to cut it. Promise. All right. Well, I got a promise. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I have disgusting red hair. People don't want me around anywhere. <laughs> it's awful. But so the cops are very upset. There was Lou's, pro, uh, Lou's funeral was today. Of course, he was the officer uh, along with, what was his name? Ramos? Ramos. 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 Yeah, his uh, funeral was last week. Uh, Lou's was today, this morning, actually. Yeah, this they morning. waited Recording because it. he had Chinese family that he had to get, you know, visas right. and stuff. Oh, that's awful. It was like covered. It. it was covered like the Oscars. I swear to God. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Mary Hart was out there. There was a red carpet. How do you feel? She's all smiles. Mary Hart, what a dated reference. <laughs> well, man. all right. What? I am a dated guy. Come on, leave me alone. Mary Hart, she's still hip. No. Uh, no. Come on. No. Oh, give me Mary Hart. Okay. Thank you. You can have it. John Tesh, too. John Tesh, still the man. Everyone loves Tesh. Tesh no, never goes out of style. Teshlon, baby. <laughs> He's the best, um, but they covered it, and uh, it was. I thought it was a little bit. Uh, it was. It, there's a fine line be, on, between honoring somebody and exploiting somebody, mm. and so of course all the politicians are out there speaking. They didn't know this guy from uh, from Adam, mm-hmm. but nonetheless they felt as if it was time for them to take the stage and uh, perform, which is what they were doing. And meanwhile, in the crowd, the officers, uh, the men in blue, they did the same thing they did a couple of weeks only ago. Some they, of them, only though. some yeah. of them, only some of them, less of them than last less time. Than but this is and that was only after Brat and got right. on their asses about doing it the first time. He didn't get on time. their asses. What he said Bill was, Bratton, yeah. there will be no discipline if you do it, mm-hmm. but I'd really like yep. for you to not do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'm going to do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. Right. So what we're referring to is they turn their backs on de Blasio once again. And hell, you could even you could even argue that there would be more discipline for people who didn't turn their black. Yeah, they get because, beat up right. by their homies. Yeah. Or their homies. Yes. Quote unquote. unquote. Yeah. So now because of the Eric Gardner protests that were very peaceful, other than again, uh the the shootings of the two officers, which I believe first of all, again, I think we've discussed this on the show before. The guy didn't exactly nail it. A lot of people are upset they weren't two white cops. So a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people are like, the war isn't done. We got Michael Brown and Eric Gardner, but you just you did not kill the right. But this guy was colorblind. That's how crazy he was. He was like, I only see blue, baby. I'm going after anybody with a badge. And, uh, you know, the diversity of New York. He got an Asian and, uh, and an Hispanic fellow, which is really why the city is so phenomenal. He also shot his girlfriend in Baltimore before he got here. To, so it's not right. like he's a he lunatic. Woke, yeah. he like, like what I read in the Times was that he like was going to shoot himself in front of his girl. Right. So he was out to punish people. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, nah, yo, please don't shoot yourself. And then he was like, well, then I'll shoot you. And like shot her. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yourself. Shoot yourself. Shoot yourself. Yeah, if there's a dude and he has a gun to, you, to his head and just like, I'll do it, I'll do it. Just be like, do it. <laughs> you know, baby, I've always supported whatever you want to do with your life. You want to end it? I'm, I'm down with that, too. So the funeral happened today. The, the officers turned their backs on him. They haven't been doing anything in the city as far as they're only making, what was the term, mandatory or... Uh, no, no, no. They're saying that they're necessary. only... Necessary yeah, arrests. Yeah, necessary arrests. They said only making arrests, quote, when they have to. <laughs> so, Ray, I want to ask you, what were they doing before? Uh, harassing everybody I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> harassing everybody. Because if you can, if you can decide, like, if you can distinguish between a necessary and an unnecessary, like, like right. by virtue of it being an arrest, it's necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you've yes. committed a crime, this is the appropriate response to a crime. Right. And if you've labeled a crime not necessary for arrest, then it's not a crime or you're over-policing, right? <laughs> you know, I want to ask you something. You said uh, everyone you know is being harassed. And I, uh, I'm from Texas myself, mm-hmm. and I just got back from from uh, a visit back mm-hmm. there. And of course, Texas, you know, every time I go back, the first thing I think is where the fuck did all these white people come from? <laughs> Especially like living here in New York City. Right. Very, very homogenous, you know, and I come from a very small town in which uh, the vast majority of the population is white. And, uh, you know, and they're, and they're asking me about all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like, what's it like up there? You know, because the shooting happened, the two uh, cops, that was three blocks of my apartment. Mm-hmm. So they want to know, oh, wow. yeah, they want to know like what right. is the general mood? Like, what do I think about it and all that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I try to tell them about, you know, the harassment that people feel and the whole, the, what I get, the general feeling of everyone is if you don't break the law, then you don't have anything to worry about. But, but so, what, and te- so I want, I want you to tell like, what is wrong with like, what well, is wrong with that argument? That, essentially? Yeah. That fails logically for me because we like, we had stop and frisk, right? Like that existed and it supposedly doesn't exist anymore, but whatever, I think it still does. And yeah. like, Stop and frisk is literally like somebody minding their business, walking down the street, obeying the law, I guess. Right. Like because there's nothing there's no violation in moving on the sidewalk and somebody decides you look like you look like a troublemaker and therefore I get to put my hands in your pockets. That's harassment. Mm, If people like so and and they went to court for this and it was found unconstitutional because it was disproportionately like applied to 
black and Latino Latino people. Yeah. So <clears throat> that kind of goes back to the whole thing with what de Blasio said. He was speaking facts. The cops look at brown folk and decide they might be criminal or more. They look more criminal than uh, people in certain neighborhoods or people of certain color. And they put their hands in their pocket. And I think I was yeah. reading the NYCLU um, stats and it said something like 94% of the people who get stopped and frisked are completely innocent, like don't have any sort of uh, violations on them or they don't have any weapons or drugs. And that's out of thousands of people of, who get stopped. Yeah, it was something like in the last like 10 years, 5 million people had been stopped and like 94% of them were innocent. So the idea that right. you would be like minding your business walking down the street and the cops are in a neighborhood that's predominantly black or predominantly Latino and just stop you because... They think you look like something. And then 94% of those people are innocent. And it's obviously an ineffectual, inefficient practice. So, like, we had to go to court about this. And de Blasio campaigned against this. Like, he campaigned de saying, Blasio I'm going to get rid of it. De Blasio campaigned about pre, pre-K child care. <laughs> His whole campaign was about four-year-olds. Uh, yeah. I don't care about the four-year-olds. <laughs> They're dumb, and they don't need to be. They don't. That, that shouldn't be the cornerstone of the mayor of New York City's uh, policy when he's going in to to, uh, to uh, legislate over the largest city in the world. Well, I mean, pre-K. You know, there's an argument Who against. Who gives a shit? No, I hate pre-K. If I hear pre-K one more time, what about charter schools? Though that's what he. I really love charter schools. No, you don't. Charter schools are the best. I see your posts on Facebook. There's no unlike button, so I have nothing to click. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, and the other argument that is often made, I agree. Stop and frisk is terrible. As a redhead, I am white devil, white devil. I'm getting it, or fucking red devil, rather, and a white devil, uh, which is kind of a fun thing. That's the one thing I will say that uh, black people do, need to fully understand. When you call white people the white devil, it's like really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. the coolest thing. The white devils, it sounds like a college football team. The Texas white <laughs> devils. Someone calls me white devil. Let's go right on. Right on, man. Thank yeah. You. Hail Satan, dude. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, the other argument being made about um, cops and policing uh, minority communities is that the racist cops, we have a fellow, his name is Detective Eric Reynolds, absolutely out of his mind. Speaking of Facebook posts, do you follow this guy at all? I don't know him. He's a former open mic comedian, former detective. <laughs> And current. So he's just a dude? Like, just a cr- former detective. Former, 20 year uh, veteran of the NYPD. Yeah. Former then, open mic comedian, current absolute lunatic. One okay. of the arresting officers of the Central Park Five. He arrested Raymond Santana. And uh, uh, so you know, you guys at home don't and, even know the and, look that and, Ray just had on her yeah, face. Wait, Beautiful. and beat a confession out of old boy? Is that what happened? He was the yeah. one that picked him up in Central Park and took him back to uh, wow. to the station. Is house. that a point of pride for him? Oh, Adam! Oh, oh my, my God. God! It is Why? such. It is the biggest point Why? of pride in his life. For those they have who, to give him so much money. He's not embarrassed by that. Uh, he is livid with uh, the whole thing. Oh wow! Go back, uh, obviously, Ray. If you would like to, we did a whole episode with Eric Reynolds about the Central Park Five. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. It's amazing. Uh, anyway, he made the uh, a very, very similar point to this fella, Waters, who was a Fox News contributor. Uh, he's always on the O'Reilly factory. Uh, factory. <laughs> the O'Reilly factory. What do you make? Rubber. Uh, mostly rubber goods and whiskey. Uh, no, the, O'Re- the O'Reilly factor. He's the young, hip guy that Billow throws to to uh, get that millennial. <laughs> To get those millennials watching the O'Reilly Factory. This is for the Twitter followers. <laughs> it really is. Um, and, you know, he, he's kind of a douchey guy, whatever. He's doing his thing. He's still in his, like, mid to late 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, 36. O'Reilly's 70. He <laughs> <laughs> just cut his age in half. He saw a little bit of his own douchiness in him and was like, you're hired, kid. Um <laughs> But uh, they made the argument that if cops were really racist, they would just not police black communities, Hispanic communities at all. They would just let them kill each other. This is their whole thing. (gasps) So what what do you think about that argument? I mean, this is really, this is a very prominent conservative argument. He said it on TV, but Eric Reynolds uh, says it all the time. And uh, we had Curtis Sliwa on, the uh, guy for the Guardian Angels. He didn't seem to disagree with the premise. The idea that the fact that police are actually in these minority uh, communities proves they're not racist because they're actually trying to be there to help out. And there does happen. I mean, to some degree, there is somebody in these communities who is happy to see a cop every now and again if they're in actual physical danger. Oh, sure. That, like, yeah, I, it's a shame that you have to make that distinction that that oh there are people who respect cops it's not 
an indictment on police at all like or overall it's an indictment on how they're policing this idea that you like well if we weren't racist we wouldn't go there we'd let them kill each other well that already belies or betrays that you think that we're animals who kill each other without mean cops storming in and 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 making sure we don't commit crime so that's one and two like that like it doesn't it 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 doesn't make sense. I I remember being on a panel recently and talking about uh you know everything that happened with the Black Lives Matter or whatever. And yeah. You can also hear that uh, panel on CaveComedyRadio.com. Oh, yeah. yeah, we released it out there. Yeah, okay. It was put together by Ted Alexandro and Jeffrey oh, Joseph. Dope people. Quick, quick plug. I'm not. Oh, I guess this will be out on Tuesday. A day. That's right. Well, you missed out, everyone. Curtis Lewa debated Ted Alexandro last night right here at the <laughs> Creek in the Cave. It was at 7 p.m. I did an amazing job hosting. That will be January 5th. That was really great, Ben. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, wow. Uh, so at this panel, they had one police officer, and he actually said, and I, he meant well, so I'm not like angry at him, but he actually said nobody lived, nobody wanted to live in these neighborhoods until we went into them and got rid of the crime. And that's like really messed up because there were people there. And like the poor black, or the poor Latinos or whatever in these specific neighborhoods that people are now safe to gentrify because the cops ruined it or like the cops got rid of the crime or over-policed it. Yeah. That's like really messed up that you think we aren't people. What and came first? Was it the, the, Did gentrification come first and then the police or do you think the police were there first and then the uh, gentrifi- uh, gentrification You occurred? know what? That's an interesting question I don't have an answer to. Our good friend Kevin Barnett who's on Friends of the People and the Roundtable of Gentlemen uh, he has a great bit about how brave hipsters are. It is insane that <laughs> they go into uh, these very dangerous neighborhoods and I believe he says something with like nothing but uh, I, I, I'll butcher the joke. Basically their only weapon is a uh, future muffin shops and things like that. <laughs> well, I think as far as uh, gentrification and police goes, as far as my theory on it is that... at the same time. Like, I think uh, what it is is that there are definitely real estate interests in gentrification. Sure. People that oh, go yeah. in, they tear down blocks, they build uh, new high-rises, right. they build new condos, mm-hmm. and those people... I believe uh, do contribute to the campaigns of certain mayoral candidates, ah. especially well, Bloomberg. Mm. I mean, you want to talk about someone who's ass deep in real estate. Oh my god! And yes. so these people, the people that are in mm. charge in the NYPD, they say like, "Hey, why don't you guys spend a little bit more time in Bed Stuy? Mm. Why don't you spend a little bit more time in?" But Brooklyn? on the on right. the on the edge of Bed Stuy, right? Like, because they're not going really deep. Um, I got breaking breaking news from the future. November 2016, Michael Bloomberg finally comes out as gay. (laughs) Bloomberg loved the theater a little too much. He liked to perform. I'll tell you that much. I heard a rumor. This is totally unfounded, but I heard it. That he like flies cute black dudes to the Caribbean islands Mm -hmm. for vacation. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he's my mayor. I will say, I mean, I I live uh, off the Myrtle Willoughby stop on the G. Right. Uh, in uh, that is in Bedsty, yeah. uh, and I've lived there for two years now, and the rate of gentrification has been astounding. Yeah, it's really like, crazy. Oh, over just there. in the first year, like I, when I first moved in, it was me and another white dude mm-hmm. on the block, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I mean, fuck, it was great. Like I've had no problems whatsoever living in Bedsty, but over the last two years, it's damn near half white. On oh, the block. It's insane how fast it's happening. I actually right. was apartment hunting in that area and uh about a year ago mm-hmm. and uh and somebody told me like for one of these tiny ass rooms and like the three bedroom joints. Right. It was like eight fifty. Not including utilities. Yeah. I was like, "Is this the G train? You wildin'? <laughs> yeah, wildin'? exactly. Yeah. No way. The rent in my apartment no went up. the The one above us, uh, mm-hmm. the people moved out, uh, and their rent a year after we moved in, the rent that the uh, landlord was charging in the apartment above us, which is exactly the same, but without the nice little back deck that we have, mm-hmm. uh, they raised right. the rent six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's wild. In a year. I live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Do you? And it's very expensive. I've been there for eight years. When I first got here, I was off the Bedford No Strand stop off the G. Yeah. And my first night there. That's a very different life than Williamsburg. And (laughs) And it's gentrifying a little bit, too. Bedford No Strand. Well, I did walk by a, uh, a barber shop the other night where there was a guy inside beating the 
fuck out of another. Like, just oh, and wow. the guys just tell, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say just fucking pat. You just I do not hear that get shit. fucked up in, a, in front of everybody. In front oh, of everybody. No. Like, it was just, and everyone's. You can't even pretend. You got to go get a new barber, man. <laughs> got to get a new Well, luckily, barber. there were three on that block, so he spoiled <laughs> for good. chores. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was working as a bouncer at the time, so I'd always be around at like 4 35 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. coming back from the job. They all just thought I was an undercover cop, so everything was okay. <laughs> You know, that was that was the only time I ever felt like I had white privilege, but I don't think it was white privilege. It was size privilege. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, which so. My first night I was there, I just heard a bunch of gunshots outside the window and a car had slowly driven by and just shot out all the streetlights. But I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know, if, if you grew up in the city, it's like as uh, people who grew up in more um, rural places like Marcus and myself, Marcus more than myself, but I can't uh, claim to be a, a city boy by mm-hmm. any means. But there was you, you could just go out and shoot guns at random trees. I did it you last know. week. Right, you did it last week when you were at home. And if you grew up in the city, I mean... It's streetlights, dude. Streetlights are, street lights are city trees. Yeah. You gotta shoot them yes. out. Yeah. Ray, there you were, grew up here in the city, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I grew up in yeah. Brooklyn. And there were, were, I promise, like, on the walk from my house to the to the, to my uh, public school, probably, like, four trees. And it was probably, like, a ten-minute walk. Yeah. Everything is, right. like, tenement buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, Brownsville, right? No, East New York, which East is right New- next door. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it's pretty dangerous over yeah, there, Yeah, right? East New York is not so sexy. I mean, it's not. <laughs> right. So are you upset when you see the police patrol in your neighborhood knowing that it's a little bit more dangerous than no, the No, I don't mind seeing you patrol, right? Because that's yeah. what your job is. You're a patrolman. What I do mind is if, like, you're aggressively policing as if, like, if I'm walking down the street with my hand in my pocket and you tell me to take my hand out of my pocket. Right. That's That's... Oh, that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, and then actually, like one of the people who was shot by the M- NYPD last year was shot in the projects that I grew up across the street from. Okay. And he, so a neighbor of yours, really? Yeah, sort of. I guess <laughs> if you call like if you call like that thousands of people in yeah, those projects. Exactly. Well, yeah. they have a lot of neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> they are by definition neighbors. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah. So like when you think about what happened to that dude, he was walking into a building. Uh, in his home mm-hmm. I mean it sucks that you know you don't want to think of the projects as home but these are homes for people right poor people are people brown people are people and that is a home um, right and so this guy's walking to his home with his girlfriend and because the cop got startled in this black neighborhood where crime you know takes place yeah he shoots because he hears the sound Right, and there was just the officer who killed the guy on the seventh floor because the light was out. The uh, Asian yeah. officer, mm-hmm. Wang, I think his yeah. last name was. Yeah, um, and this guy, this, and this guy was very Asian regularly. too. Uh, this cop, uh, Pink Houses, was Asian too. Who and killed the guy, girly? Okay, yeah. So the the yeah. But the but the idea houses, that yeah. like you're. The idea that you're over policing in the first place, and right. then when people are doing normal shit, you're they're such a threat that you shoot first. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess cops need to. We've talked about it before. They should probably have some more training jump scares. Would right. be good. <laughs> they need to watch nothing but YouTube jump scare videos just to get over it. You know, like at some point in this five minute chunk, a 13 year old white girl with her face painted uh, gothly white and long stringy wet hair is going to jump out at you. Yeah. yeah. If, if you shoot her, you lose. If there's one word you can use to describe the NY. PD, it's excitable. Yeah, they are very, very excitable. excitable. Very you could excitable. also use the you could also use the word skittish. There also they has to be skittish. maybe the gun isn't the best primary weapon. You know, there's a lot right. of arguments. There's a taser. taser. They have so they have a goddamn. A Batman belts on. <laughs> they can, you know, choose so many different toys. And literally, this is what they do. We discussed it on a previous episode. But they go to these conventions at holiday uh, inns and whatnot, just random hotels, and they literally get sold military goods and military You're, equipment. Are you serious? Yeah, and yeah. they just love it. And they show people how you can. This is the best kind of pepper spray if they're Haitian. This one, <laughs> this one's to you. This one's to use in a Polish domestic violence wow. dispute. You know, and that's just a beer. But then, uh, you just, but, you just take the beer and throw it 10 feet and the guy stops beating his Polish wife. But then that's sort of like, but isn't that like, I'm excited that they're like not arresting unless completely necessary, which probably means violent crimes because then, because right. the, the people who have gotten killed, like Eric Garner and, and Akai Gurley, who wasn't even doing anything illegal, but, and mm. they claim that Eric Garner was selling cigarettes, but I didn't see that they found well, He was probably selling cigarettes unless he was just having the most boring day ever. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> he <laughs> he was probably, yeah, hanging out outside of were, there, were the cigarettes found? I heard that the cigarettes weren't found. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just yeah. saying. But okay, so if 
selling cigarettes results in your death, I'm good with you not bothering somebody who's selling cigarettes. Well, the reason that they're not doing it, Marcus and I shot a pilot for Fusion Television yesterday. Mm, Fusion TV. Sexy boo. If you don't got it, you probably will never get it. I have no idea what channel it's on. But nonetheless, we're hoping to get a show on there because they need a little bit more they're diversity. They're based in Miami. You could get some sun, boo. Oh my God. I cannot. Be, I'm not allowed 15 miles within a beach. Do you burn? By, by both of you burn? I don't burn. I'm just so hideously unattractive. My body is so bad. I cannot go wear, to the beach. Wear a, wear a full suit. Yeah, but then you're the guy in the full suit. Everyone knows that you have a terrible body. You know, if I could just have a full suit with my dick hanging out, I would have something to be proud of. You know, but the whole thing is just devastating and sad. But uh, we were discussing the financial... Um, ramifications sure. of the police. Basically, these people, as we've always known, they're just tax collectors. Sure. Oh, yeah. This is all to shore up tax revenue uh, shortfalls. But and wait, that- is it... Uh, is Does... Does there does the money they get like the revenue they get does that affect only their budget or for the city's I, it, budget? It's the city budget. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. so they're sticking it to us. Yeah, because oh, totally. I thought so, they were shooting themselves in the foot. Like their budget would be much smaller because they're not doing that. Well, no. I don't know if De Blasio is going to be so happy when they go for their pension meetings or whatever the hell. They're that's what they're upset about as yeah. well. You know, they're not getting what a shitty way to negotiate money. a contract though. Like yeah. you have like no leverage. You're not doing your job. Right. The public, the general public, doesn't. Agree with what you're doing. Yeah. I'm sorry. The whole goddamn country is acting like a bunch of fucking babies. You have the uh, cops who were super upset. I believe it was the Cincinnati Bengals, but maybe, Ray, you'll know no, the no, answer to the this. Rams. It was the St. Louis Rams. They had their hands up um, with Michael Brown, although maybe or he may or may not have had his hands up. There's some conflicting reports. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the cops are like, I can't believe they dared protest and on a national stage. you better apologize. Better apologize. And now you have cops turning their back on de Blasio. Everyone is in a tenter, a, a tenter tantrum? A tenter tantrum. <laughs> And the vast majority of Americans, and especially New Yorkers, I think New Yorkers, at least the ones I've talked to, are pissed off about the cops turning their backs. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's unbelievably Uh, disrespectful. Well, so so one, de Blasio was elected by 72% of the voting That's because he was running against Lispy Joe Lotto, who I voted for out of protest. I'll make it known. Lispy Lotto. I voted for him simply out of protest. I knew he was going to lose. Jesus Christ. This whole thing's falling apart. Benny, a vote well (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I didn't throw that one away at all. No, it's um, genius. But but so this is this is like I mean if you know not that only the voting public matters, but seventy two percent of the voting public elected this man, and yeah. and the people that you are supposed to protect theoretically respect that man. So when you're disrespecting him so blatantly, when he spoke a truth that is real to so many brown people in this in this city, we make up a grand part of the population. Right. So for you to be punishing him publicly for speaking publicly about something we've been pr- talking about privately for so long, mm-hmm. then you're just furthering like any sort of mistrust or distrust or resentment happening back and forth. It doesn't make sense to me. If you if you're this you're this um you know this you know cushy white guy in a nice cardigan with your blue eyes and you run the police benevolent association and you're right. saying that the mayor has blood on his hands. You know every brown person I talked to that day was like fuck that dude. Right, yeah. right, right. You know? Right. Well I mean I think de Blasio probably could have handled it better. I will he's not a great public he speaker. Do wrong? He just doesn't speak well, he's not articulate, and again, he's late to everything. Oh, yeah. People are very upset that's about this. That's how black people thing. relate to him. We like Oh, that's shit. self-racism. <laughs> I don't like it. It was a cheap one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it. That's fine. You can do it. Um, but, you know, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be half a billion dollars if they keep this up. Is that right, Marcus? That's what the city is, uh, is looking to lose if the cops continue this, I guess, sort of bizarre pseudo-strike. I mean, this is... This is yeah, they're uh, cowards, though. Why don't you strike formally and get in trouble? It, because the protesters, they get arrested all the time. If you're protesting, why don't you strike and get in trouble for striking as a public servant? Do that, if pr- it means that much to you. Uh, we were talking about this. Uh, there's a lot of conversations, Marcus, and I have off air and I like to point that out. Yes. Uh, you guys are we really do talk friends. to each other outside of microphones. Believe it or not. But we were discussing this protest seems to be one of the only protests that has actually had any trickle down effect when it comes to actual social change. And I'm referring mm-hmm. to the Michael Brown, the Eric Garner protest, which are really just figureheads for the larger issue. 
of uh, police militarization mm-hmm. and over-policing uh, around the country. I mean, these cops have gone a little bit bonkers with buying their uh, their toys, and everyone's <laughs> acting as if, uh, you know, a red dawn is about to occur, and the <laughs> right. Russians are about to invade, and their, uh, their pale skin is the last line of defense between, uh, you know, the Ruskies and protecting a family of five. Um, but uh, so that's what these protests were all about. But they, you know, the Occupy Wall Street protests, nothing really happened. No, there was no policy change. Uh, Zuccotti Park, Park just looked really bad. And now you can't <laughs> be there after 10 p.m. It's really the only thing that changed. I think the but only you, thing is that they introduced the term 1%. They, yeah, that's into, true. they did introduce the term 1% so they are, into they the They allow uh, Hillary Clinton lexicon. when she runs for president to say that she's against the 1%, that she's the, the that she's point. That she's so point. much a part of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Everyone's I'm not on board with that one, by the way. With what, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton or the yeah. 1%? No. I'm not on board with the 1%, but somebody's got to be the 1%. I don't want Hillary as my president, but that's another conversation. Well, we can talk about it uh, now. Yeah, as a matter of fact, why not? I think that's very interesting. <laughs> but um, but this is the only one that actually has seen some true uh, change in societal well, action. Well, because there's like a very particular thing happening, right? Like we're going, we're hoping that the courts work and then the courts don't work. Right. But like we kind of are hoping like, all right, the police didn't do their job correctly. We're hoping that the courts will help f- correct that. And then that's not happening. And people well, the, are pissed. Well, well people police- are finally starting to see this stuff. Because right. I think, as right. you said earlier, you know, de Blasio's talking publicly about something uh, that people of color used to just talk about privately. Mm-hmm. And now with all... Oh, with I us, don't know if they were talking about it privately. Well, well, nobody listens when black people talk, except for when Chris Rock talks, which is great. But that's... Yeah, the, that's oh, yeah. no uh, one Chris listens Rock when he is talks, a nobody. much better spokesperson than the man Sharpton who is trying to take over that mantle right Wait, now. Wait, I have a question. A lot of white people do not like Sharpton. I don't like him. I I'm unbothered by him. Why do people not like him? White people don't like him. Because of Tawana Brawley? Well, the Tawana Brawley thing. And then, you know, uh, for all intents and purposes, the guy is a reality star who should have been a panelist. He was also in Mr. Deeds. He's in Mr. Deeds? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love him. (laughs) And then he did an episode of um, this show that was a spinoff of The Practice called uh, Fuck. Boston Legal or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he like yeah. refer- It was it was like mocking him. I can't believe he did it, but he um, he sued because there was this black girl who was the most qualified to be Annie, yeah. and they didn't hire her because she was black. And he sued so that this little girl could, which was predicting <sighs> Kavanaugh. I hate Wallace this. Wait, and now bit. they're making uh, no. Someone just watched an episode of Boston Legal and made a fucking movie out of it. <laughs> Annie the movie, and I don't mind a black a black Annie is fine. No, I'm not going to sit here and rush limb. Yeah, uh, all like my fictional characters need to yeah, be only no po- uh, you know, not Polish again. Uh, Italian Americans are the only ones <laughs> I'll respect. Uh, but no, uh, I would say it was the only thing redheads had. Yeah, the only character we had was well, you got Ron Weasley. Ron yeah, Weasley and the Weasley, and, and you have Opie. Yeah, you got okay, Opie. Okay, let's listen to the name. <laughs> <laughs> this is like going back to like Little Rascals when they called the black kid like Ashface or something. Prince yeah. Harry. Prince Harry's Prince fine Harry as fuck, is, He is fine. All right, I like Prince Harry. He, <laughs> yeah. can, he can represent the red-headed people just fine. No, they don't like uh, Sharpton because they think he's one of these like race Like a rabble-rouser? No, not so much a rabble-rouser. More interested in his own self and his own organization. Sure. There was just a big article that came out that basically he went, he, he told Pepsi he was going to brand them as racist, and so they took him on and gave him $25,000 a year. In real life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, I know that, he used this to be an FBI imp- informant. He yeah. was a former rabble he was the snitch, you know, which was a, whack. Yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of things that you know that he's done that are completely suspect. And I think, um, you know, I talk. Uh, we have a very diverse group of friends. We've been talking for so many years on the radio. I feel like I know a lot of different kind of perspectives on mm-hmm. him. And I don't know many people who really appreciate what he's done for the black community. Well, I don't know that that it's about appreciating him, but it's like uh, when. When people are talking about some shit, like uh, Al Sharpton gets cameras. And he if gets cameras. That's right. He and does. And so, and I mean, for all the pain that his like bringing cameras brings, or, or the anxiety, or the frustration, like the fact is, like people pay attention when he comes around. That so, is very true. And if I need voice for my movement, I need him to be at exactly one march, and then <laughs> when we, and then when we get our attention, he yeah. can go chill, do whatever he wants. I just do. want my fat Sharpton back. <laughs> I hate when the, people the, get yeah, all skinny and so old weird. age. He's oh. so, he looks so. But he, have you seen his girlfriend? 
I'm she's sure fine she's beautiful. As fuck. I'm she's sure she fuck. is. She's like 35 and stunning. It's really ridiculous. I'm sure well, that she is. And, the uh, problem with Al Sharpton, though, is that I, I've seen at least that uh, if you say that you know Sharpton shows up to one of your marches and then leaves, uh, I've seen a lot of people once Sharpton shows up to something immediately discredit it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like the whole mo- anything that 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 movement has to say, okay. just because Sharpton is present, present. and okay. because he said because he endorses right. it, oh. then immediately all credibility is lost. Firebrand. Well, like within the black community, actually, and, you know, the leaders of the underground kind of protests starting in Ferguson and moving through, there's been have there's been a conversation about yeah. the old guard and like transferring, you know, power and respecting the voice of the young generation and how Sharpton just shows up and sucks credit for right. things mm. um, while not sort of acknowledging the hard work of these like grassroots type people. So there's right. a conversation being had, too, about, you know, shrugging him off a little bit and like letting the young people people take take the ring and he also you know he has this sort of uh you know king syndrome going on a kiss the ring situation yeah that's certainly what amy, it is amy pascal the woman from sony after they sent mildly yeah, racist so what happened was apologize to obama that's who you insulted honestly Why i didn't even think call? i did not think it was that bad no, of an I didn't email think, i didn't think it was that bad it's corny producers it, trying to be funny and it's like that's how that's sh- gonna sure, turn out sure but you know? also like okay Okay, fine. You don't think it's that bad, but right. if you think this can potentially be bad PR, let me rectify this immediately. You call the motherfucker you insulted. Why are you calling Al Sharpton right. when you talked about Obama? Because this is how stupid white people are, <laughs> and that's what I think a lot of my uh, a lot of black people are upset about. People are like, "Why do white people think Al Sharpton is so important?" Yeah, you know, like I'm gonna. He's and not now, our king. Yo. I'm expunged. I'm expunged of my bad <laughs> racial joke because I because I hollered at. Al Sharpton. Oh my God! That's hilarious. So that's he's he's you know I I actually have a lot of respect for the guy. He doesn't he does come from hard. a lot. He works very hard. He should probably pay four million dollars in taxes. Uh, <laughs> that would be good. But uh, you know you can't hate a guy. It's you don't not have as to if, pay taxes when you snitch on the mafia, yo. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> but get a waiver. You know, at the same time, you know it's not as if these large. It was like GM, Pepsi, these large corporations. They still they they cowtailed and they gave him his money and well, but that so, excites you know, me to some degree because that means that these corporations are finally scared of the power of black money. They're scared of Al Sharpton. Yeah, but they think that, which is, you know, misguided, but they think Al Sharpton can be like, I boycott them. Yeah. And they will lose our Negro dollars. People never paid attention to that before. And then you see what happened on Black Friday. Right. And and you look at at the cinema now as well. I mean, yeah, uh, people are going out in droves to see Beyond the Lights, Selma, Um, Top Five did really well. It did great. Although I'm sure quite a few white people saw that movie. But, um, you know, black cinema is getting dollars and people have to pay attention to our money now. I I agree. And that's the wonders of capitalism. Once you finally have some cash uh, that you're able to throw around, your voice matters quite a bit more. Um, and I kind of like the idea that I don't like that these corporations are scared of Al Sharpton individuals. Well, I mean, right. that, is but a, I kinda, that is extortion. Yeah, that it, Al is. Sharpton. it is extortion. No, it yeah. is extortion, but I do like that that somebody who only gives a fuck about dollars now have to acknowledge that black dollars count too. I agree. Your and point. You know, everyone has, every single group of people has that person that they like. There was a great, uh, the Bernie Mac show, which is one of my favorite shows of yeah. all time. I love Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Uh, and by the way, uh, rest in peace, Mr. Stuart Scott as well. Oh, I yeah. know, Honestly, so sad. That yeah, made sadly. me cry this morning. It was I watched so a 15 sad. minute retrospective. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I cried too. And Hannah Storm like, Tearing while trying to eulogize him. Oh. It's unbelievable. Stuart Scott was one of the greatest. Booyah! Booyah! He was one of the best. Uh, and uh, but anyway, um, everyone, every group of people has that one person that they sort of like secretly love. Even for like, okay, personally, I think that David Allen Coe has some really good songs. Yeah, no, me no, too. No, no, yeah, he has. Written, <laughs> David you don't need to know. I'm, I'm yeah. so black. No, I, no, no. David Allen Coe is. He, he 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 spent some time in prison. He had a black drummer. He's not racist necessarily, but let's just say he didn't exactly strive to be politically correct. Oh, he had okay. some colorful language in some of his songs. Right. In, in a couple of his he, songs. He's like, I love niggers on his songs. Yeah. That well, actually, that <laughs> if you, yeah, yeah, actually, he did have a song. Yeah. Uh, Called that, I Love Niggers? 
Uh, yeah, it was we'll something. No, <laughs> All right, this is what I'm saying. This is, I, I'm Why even uncomfortable. That, Benny? I don't <laughs> love it. He made a joke album. There, he made uh, an album with yeah. his black drummer. They were in prison. Uh, they were like, let's do uh, a funny album okay. together. It turned out. This to, sounds like a Kevin Hart movie. Okay. The joke was lost. Yeah, all, yeah, but yeah, has, the joke was definitely lost. He's got, yeah. But he's got some very nice, actually very sweet songs yeah. that he created when he, in his youth. Uh, sweet. He does. He does. He's I mean, nice. he, they're okay. very, they're just. I mean, they're great country songs like Jack Daniels, oh. if you please. Right. You know, like you're, you're drinking, and you're sad, and then mm. you're just like, I need, I want to listen to some David Allen Coe just because okay. I, I need to cry. Yeah. You know. I'm gonna go Obviously, find you don't. It. You don't listen to his. Uh, you know his. Whatever, more controversial. His don't, joke album. Don't listen to the joke album. But what I'm no, saying no, no, is, no, 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 don't do that. I, I can understand. I know that's going to be the first thing you no, go and listen to, go Right away. Oh, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah, oh, my no, God. It's, it's, it's literally unlistenable. As a matter of fact, let's talk about that David Duke story after uh, after this. But I, so I understand why um, the black community would have a certain amount of um, love for for Al Sharpton. You know, at least he, it's sort of like when Rodman went from the Pistons to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You know, when they hate like the Bull fan, Bulls fans hated Rodman, and then they was, loved was, that dude. Rodman literally pissed off the uh, Scottie Pippen so much before they signed him, he had to go and apologize to Scottie yeah. Pippen, and Scottie Pippen had to be like, "Okay, okay. Uh, all right, you can yeah. sign him." Like uh, that's how much they hated each other. Okay, and then he went and they won six, or I think he three. won the three rings. Yeah. yeah, and then wait, he was at San Antonio too, right? He was with San Antonio. I think he has five rings total. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Rodman is one of my all-time favorite. He's a crazy person. I wish that he would sober up a little bit. My brother, a little bit. <laughs> Just a little, just say anything. A little bit. Oh, he's true. You, you wish he'd go one out of 365 days sober? <laughs> That's Is it. Is that what you're asking? That's all I need. <laughs> maybe, all. maybe not be in North Korea while he's doing it. Yeah. Well, you know what they kicked him out? They found him naked in a hallway. He had defecated himself and vomited you're everyone. You're lying. That's, no. That's why they had to kick him out. Kim Jong-un was getting so much flack from the inside yeah. for, uh, you because know, for he's catering. Just to everywhere. Se- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, just, he just get insanely, because North Korean leaders love Hennessy. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, they yeah, do. Number one import, er, importer of Hennessy yeah, in the I entire world. Uh, yeah, and so Robin would just get super fucked up with uh, virgins that, that is they such would. a nigga drink. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Hennessy is great. <laughs> like, like, of all things, like for Kim Jong un to be doing, it's like of drinking course. Hennessy and hosting Dennis Robin. That's such but nigga you know, shit. <laughs> that's a very interesting point, though. That is That, again, plays into the, to the new um, world. You know, black culture. I mean, people get very upset that it gets co-opted and things like that by mm-hmm. like uh, Iggy Azalea uh, these people well there's a lack of respect with Iggy I think that's the that's what it that's is that's the or problem Mac- okay Macklemore uh, is not I'm ne- I've never had a problem with Macklemore he's never not like I'm a white dude rapping because mm-hmm. I like rap and I'm white he's never not like that but Iggy is like she called herself a slave master in a song Oh, I see. Okay. Hmm. I don't I don't know the uh, yeah. that's, that's the difference for me. I see. And she's also okay. bad at rap, right? Right, right, right. So she's just, you know, riding like the back of a of like a cultural history to right. make quick dollars just to be a one-hit wonder when, you know, there are white rappers who take this shit seriously. Like Eminem is considered by so many Love in their them. top 5. So it's not like the movement is opposed to white people doing shit that black started. It's like have reverence right. for the black shit that came first. Well, and that's one area where Eminem has always been extra, uh, extremely sensitive. He doesn't say the N-word. He doesn't do, he doesn't cross certain things. And there was a video things. of him saying the N-word, like, freestyling way back in the day, and he actually apologized for it right. and explained why he doesn't use it anymore. That's, like, reverence there. That's somebody who's immersed right. in the culture. It's not on some, like, let me, let me tour this shit and then bring it to my white friends and make cake and not care about everybody else. I was thinking about this the other day, and I, and I, and I want to hear your thoughts on it because I haven't expressed it uh, mm. on any programs yet. Rap music says the N-word a lot. I personally don't feel comfortable using it. Mm. I can't, I don't feel like I can really get into the music because I'm not allowed to sing half the goddamn <laughs> Um it, But now, but it's, it's the most popular pop music that there is. That's hysterical. It's the, it's yeah. the, it is the number one music. Is there, is there a sort of um, is there a sort of uh, like if white people can't say these certain words, but we're going to make them the most powerful things, and then only a certain demographic are going to be able to rise in this genre uh, to then defeat you know whatever it might be uh, the white the white male powers that are? Is that something that exists? What do you mean? Like, like this idea that like I mean literally uh, with with no, they, I think they say nigga because they say nigga in conversation. Right, but then I don't would think be there's upset. any like secret agenda behind it. 
Right. But it is it is very interesting the idea that you have a pop song that you literally cannot sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I think you, that's, if, if I would sing it out loud on the but, subway, but isn't that great? Well, it doesn't work, but isn't that great because you're accidentally making sure people can't take your shit. That's true. Yeah, except for the people who can actually take your shit. Yeah, and, and yeah, they, yeah. Can, they, they can actually do but it. Other, but like otherwise, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you're not gonna be like Little Richard had all of his music stolen, and there was right. no n words in the lyrics that Elvis couldn't sing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's right. That's but right. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, but I can't do. Like I'm trying to think of the song of uh, the the 50 Cent and Big song. It's 50 Cent and Big, my nigga. Like you can't cover that song. Ben. I literally can't. Yeah. I can't even. I mean, I can't rap. I, I mean, there are a lot the of there whatsoever. are a lot of hipsters doing like ironic folk versions of songs, but they are specifically choosing songs that don't have that many n words in it. Right. That yeah. many n words. Yeah. That's, that's just a <laughs> it's maximum three. Infuriating sentence, and I used to that fight it, but N-words. I don't even care. I never said it growing up. I mean, I you know, I just didn't grow up in a house where. Do you say it when you rap a song? Oh yeah, you know when I'm slowly rapping a bunch of different songs uh, constantly. <laughs> I don't know. No, you I, might be somebody no, with I eclectic taste. Uh, no, I do. I actually. I've, I like a lot. I, I, I will say it. Uh, I just listened to a bunch of NWA because they're of the biopic that was coming out. Okay. We were talking about it yesterday for the uh, yeah. for that fusion project that we were working on. We were fusion. talking about the biopic. So I wanted to uh, to get oh, back and refresh. Did you know Miami. Ice Cube's son is playing Ice Cube's father in the movie? That's Mind weird. <laughs> yeah. That's Because I know in the Biggie biopic, his son played him young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but my son playing my daddy? That's yeah. strange. His name's crazy. O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that Irish. his name too? Isn't that Ice Cube's name, O'Shea? Yeah, O'Shea, yeah. I, like that, Jr., I do yeah. like that name, O'Shea. O'Shea's a pretty good um, name. Yeah, it's very Irish. Fuck the police. I never really listened to the lyrics until... Um, Two nights ago, okay, and it is it is really an, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, you know the the I mean the chorus. Are you being ironic right now? No. Oh, okay, good. I'm I'm really not smart enough to be anything other than I am. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously the the uh, you know the the phrase "fuck the police" came out like that was the one that Tipper Gore. That was the whole we talked about it. D. Snyder was there uh, mm-hmm. for Congress talking about that's it. hilarious. John Denver showed up and John defended. Denver. Yeah, New John Denver showed up hate. and fucked and uh, defended. Fuck the police. Yes, he did. And that John Denver cool. was the Macklemore yeah. of country. Yes, he People was. People hated him. John really? Denver's awful. Why? Because he was He's uh, a he tourist grew, too? He grew up in like New Hampshire or oh, something. Got it. He was these a country, country music tourist. Yeah. 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 These country singers, they, you know, a lot of there them did actually grow about, up really poor. There's so much, uh, there's so much similarities between like race music they used to call it country and, and rap country. have yeah. so much all the you listen, r&b too dude you listen to old uh country music Absolutely. all they talk about is getting fucked up yeah uh, and their being, wives. In, being in prison killing people getting drunk yeah uh, shooting right. shorties in the woods or whatever yeah like, yeah. yeah no There's it's like so, my, and the storytelling like aspect mm-hmm. of it too it's really similar like well, mama was, tried is a song that i think like so many it's what it's all about is it's about a guy that grows up uh with a single mother mm-hmm. uh and how she tried his very negro and tried his entire yeah. lot like his whole life uh she tried to raise him right mm-hmm. uh but she never could actually do it and he ended he up dad. yeah and he ended up killing a guy like 18 and oh, spending wow. his entire life in prison the whole you she know, didn't do a I, good job and i think that song has a lot in common uh and those themes have a lot in common with a lot of rap music mm-hmm. we have a song it, like dear mama from the late, <laughs> from the late Tupac Shakur, everybody. going to going to John Tesh live now on the uh, streets of the Lou Funeral. Uh, yes, um, but you're right. These uh, cultural music and uh, you know these things are obviously going to be loved by people in that culture and maybe not understood by other ones. And I think mm-hmm. that's a similar situation with Al Sharpton and the black community and a lot of the you know a lot of the black community hate him once again, but I don't know, yeah, yeah, and a lot of the white community love him. So I mean he's a he's a controversial figure. Yeah. Uh, there was one final story, I think, because I just love this story so much about this new. He was going to be, and I think he's still in the running, although maybe he's back down. I'm not sure. House Potential House Majority Whip Steve Scalise. Oh, he's still in the um, game. 2002, oh, yeah, he was invited to speak uh, at an event that was 
sponsored and paid for by David Duke. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit of a famous racist. Uh, nearly won the uh, governorship of Louisiana. Which is hysterical. And, and oh won, I God. believe he actually did win a primary race. He won a primary yeah. against the GOP governor. Like uh, the sitting governor. Unbelievable. Yeah. Did four years in the state representatives. That's it's completely crazy. insane. Yeah. And this was in 88 to 92. Very recent history. Mm-hmm. Former Grand Wizard of the KKK. Right. And again, Former. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand, the KKK has some very fun. Name, Grand Wizard, Grand Dragon, and what's the other Grand one? Cyclops. Grand Cyclops. Grand Cyclops. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, really? yeah, the Grand Cyclops is in charge what, of recruiting. What? They've got superhero races? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exciting. There's yeah. even more than that. There's a ton. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but wow. there's a whole hierarchy of just fun names. Yeah. <laughs> if a superpower is able, being able to drink for 50 years and not have your uh, liver give out, I think that's pretty much the KKK superpowers. Those dudes plow through some boots. Really? Yeah, that much hate. I think it kind of wears on your soul. <laughs> it's, tough. it's tough to be full of hate. Anyway, Steve Scalise went in 2002 and gave a speech. He just called it a, a fundraiser. I believe he was a congressman at the time. They was with the uh, was European American Unity and Rights Organization. Okay. The, the acronym is EURO. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was, a, he was a state senator at the time? I think so. Okay, so he knew what he was up to. And, He's uh, saying that he didn't know, though. Yeah, but when David Duke is signing the check, you know, right? Well, he's saying, I don't know if I buy it, but he's saying that he only had one staffer, mm-hmm. and that staffer just booked him for a bunch of shit, and they didn't have enough people or resources to do research. Right. Hmm. But it's David Duke is David simple. Duke, right? Yeah, David Duke's David Duke. Right. They should have known. Marcus known. and I did an episode of last podcast on the left. It was called Hate Week. I was fairly uncomfortable the entire time. <laughs> I'm not sure if I spoke much on that episode. He did not. Uh, I hated I it. Um, but it was a very informative episode. It was yes, it was. Good. I felt like these hate groups should be talked about. And I feel like the you people should know about this you stuff. Do. Wait, David- were all the... Sorry to... No, no cross podcast I guess no uh, where the hate groups all white supremacist groups no right uh, we did we did cover um, Nation of Islam as well okay. yeah uh, and Yakub. oh uh, yeah we, <laughs> we covered Yakub in great detail one of the most hilarious fucking things I've ever read a gigantic head a fucking scientist with a gigantic head that creates white people are you fucking kidding me I mean it's awesome I yeah. love to playfully refer to white people as Yakubians it's hysterical I love it yeah. Again, another like super cool thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, no. Anyway, so but David Duke basically his whole argument about the Holocaust is that it might might have happened, but it wasn't six million. It was two million Jews, and this is what he thinks. Yeah, and so like two million is it's just whatever. A smidge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. just a smidge. But now the funniest thing about this story is David Duke has told everybody in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party mm-hmm. to back off Scalise because he's got a Heidi Fleiss like. For those that don't know, <laughs> Heidi Fleiss was a madam from the. Uh, mid nineties who ha- who held who held a black book of uh, names of uh, uh, Politician? uh of, of politicians and entertainers who had seen prostitutes because I guess in the nineties that was a scandal even though our president was finger popping people with cigars. Um, but Wait, uh, oh okay, I was like Obama. What? No, what? <laughs> he Bill might have been. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. The <laughs> first and dare I say the only black president, Bill Clinton. <laughs> um, but uh, but he, he but he's threatening all these politicians to expose their names uh, if they come out and. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and uh, you know, try to take down Scalise, which, which how is many, hilarious. How many are in the government? But also just like for a moment, though, like, let's just forget the fact that he knows all these people who chill with him on the low. Like there are a lot of people who chill with him, take his money. All right. That, right. But what kind of person are you that you know that telling people you hang out with certain people right, right, is right. like a negative thing? <laughs> That's you're, true. How are you comfortable <laughs> with yourself right. being like, yo, if you don't back off my boy, I'm going to tell everybody we're friends. That's <laughs> a, yeah. You have to have a very bad reputation. You're terrible. And you, have yeah. to, and you have to sit there and live with yourself knowing everybody thinks that you're the being an- around you is terrible. You're the anti-friend. <laughs> yeah. You can't be their enemy because if, if that's the case, you're going to expose them for being your friend. <laughs> crazy. It is absolutely insane. I'm going to tell everybody you related to me. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. But Ray, you were saying, because the Republican Party, it, it is becoming more and more diverse. There's a black uh, fella, I think his last name is Carter. He might be running for the president. Ben Carson. Carson, yeah, Ben Who's Carson. Who's like a legendary doctor. Yes, and he's by a the very way, smart guy. There was just a, a poll, the most admired men in America. Ben Carson was like number five or six. Yeah, because yeah. he You know who was number ten? Amazing things, what? 
Vladimir Putin, number 10. In Most, America. In America. Why? Because is it that Charlie Sheen shit? We're not going to let the system fuck with us when you're the system. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's a buff Got dude. Vl- Vladimir is a buff man. I can see why the Russians love him. They're drunk. They're insane. And women aren't uh, respected. So Vladimir <laughs> is like, honestly, if you are one, if you, if you were an eight year old boy and you like write down the description of your perfect president, you would write down Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, the guy, he finds not nothing but gold. Yeah, because you don't love your mother and shit like that. Well, you know, just because you want to be like your father who doesn't love your mother. (laughs) You know, at that point, you still love her. (laughs) But uh, there was a female, um, a black uh, gal who ran as a Republican. She won, what's her name? Her name is Mia Love, and she's she's a representative from Utah. And she's the first black female GOP lawmaker. Okay. And um, she's a Haitian-American Mormon. From me. I don't know how oh, that happened. Lord, yeah. I don't know how that happened. Damn, but cute, she's cute. backing Scalise. She's not that cute. <laughs> she's cute enough. Let me enough. see her, Marcus. Let's see. She's got a cuteness about her. She's more attractive than Sherlane. Who's Sherlane? Shalane de Blasio. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Shorty's not fine. No, she's not fine. Mm-mm. I don't understand why he was so into her. But, you know, he turned to former Why are you lesbian. hating? Why I'm you not hating. <laughs> why I'm, you hating? I'm not. They got some beautiful black love, okay? Yeah. With their beautiful black kids, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know all about it. <laughs> he turned her into, she was a lesbian, and then he, then de Blasio. I think she's still a lesbian. Probably. Yeah. She's probably still a lesbian, but is in love with a dude, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, that I happens see. a lot. Okay. Yeah, that definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So no, this He probably be- lets her eat box whenever she wants to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, He's you, like, you gotta right, watch go. it. He's like, I know you love me and shit, but you gotta do this. It's like yeah. eating or whatever. Conkle <laughs> syndrome. You gotta have uh, those mirrors where you can look in the other end. <laughs> That would be great, um, but now this uh, this uh, uh, the first black Haitian Republican from Utah. She's in a very difficult position where she has to find herself defending somebody who went and spoke at a David Duke convention, mm-hmm. even though by definition he just spoke to a bunch of people who would rather see her lynched than elected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're in, if you this is, I think the problem. Well, first of all, New York sucks because it's all Democrats. So if you if you win the primary, you're guaranteed uh, to win the election, mm-hmm. which is why we always say, or at least I always say on the show, I always respect the minority person. Like if you're a Texas and you're a Democrat, you're probably rational. And if you're a Republican and you're in New York, you're probably not the worst person on earth. It's not possible because you have to uh, get elected. No, 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 you're definitely still the worst person. Well, if you're Giuliani, because he looked like the penguin or something. He's a terrible human being. Yeah, mm-hmm. his kids hate him. His kids didn't even vote for him. No, his wow. kids. No, so his that, kids voted for Bloomberg. Yeah. Wow. So that's my that was sort of my gauge on if I liked uh, Giuliani or not. As soon as you, she as like, she, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Like, he, apparently his kids hate him because he like was cheating on their mom constantly. Mm, yeah, or I knew about that. Yeah. And so his daughter was like, yo, no, his daughter voted for Obama. That's what she said she did. She was like, yeah, I'm voting for Obama because uh, her dad was running for president. She was like, yeah, wow. I'm voting for Obama. Like, fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that 08 Republican primary was, I can't What's wait hilarious. for 2005. Noun verb in 9-11. Oh, man. This next primary, it's going to be both sides. It's going to be so much fun. I don't fun. think there's going to be anything interesting from the Democrats. Man, maybe They're not. They're too pragmatic, yo. Like, I'm waiting for like Marco Rubio to get in a room with Rand Paul. This is gonna be dope. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so dope. much fun. <laughs> I, oh, I, all I, kinds of wacky shit. Louis Gohmert is going for a uh, House Speaker right oh, now. Oh shit! Louis yeah. Gohmert is the greatest American politician in the history of <laughs> politics. <laughs> He is so ugly. He looks like Yellow Bastard if Yellow Bastard fell in white paint. His name is as ugly as he is. Gomer. Vote Gomer. It just sounds like something that you have to say with chewing tobacco. I'm representing Louis Gomer, now I'm running for House Missouri. (laughs) There's no, we got to get cooler politicians because, I mean, or at least smarter ones because Gomer's not cool and he's dumb. Yeah. Which really hurts the cause. Or or they are smart and they like wow out anyway because you can't tell me Bobby Jindal ain't a smart dude. Bobby Jindal, very interesting story governor of louisiana obviously the first indian governor of louisiana by a landslide because again david duke nearly won <laughs> 1992 which i do we should acknowledge progress in this country which i don't think is done enough so bobby jindal uh my friend um her parents gave him a bunch of money they live in louisiana and they're very wealthy and uh and they're also indian and uh the day that he won, he called up all the Indian donors and requested that none of the women wear their saris. 
Yeah, uh, it's fucked up. Because he was like, I just I have so to look like super all white. Your brown I have dollars yeah. and then play you out when I get here. That's exactly That's what happened. Fucked up. They were livid. They were like heartbroken. She said her mother was crying. Like yeah. that's how much because this was a huge deal yeah. to get a to get a uh, non-white governor yeah. in Louisiana and is something like, special. Assimilate yo. Assimilate. Immediately, yeah. And he is in power, so you don't need to, like, the idea, at least my parents kind of think, because my parents are Nigerian immigrants or whatever, they, like, are like, okay, assimilate until you get there and then change from the inside. Smart. Right? But he was already there, and he was right. like, no, assimilate further. Like, that's crazy. His name mm-hmm. is already Bobby. He changed to Catholicism. Right, right, right. And then, and like, that's fucked up. And then they couldn't wear their uh, traditional clothing of a celebration. But uh, if you're this woman now from Utah, it's uh, this is the problem with the Republican Party. I would love to live in a two-party country, but at this point, we'll see what shakes out in 05. But it's difficult for them to get any sort of real... Um, you know, minority, not even minority. What is it, 2025? Or is that when uh, the whites no, are... 2042. 2042. Which is actually like a real long time away. And it doesn't even mean anything because it just means that whites will be 49%, which is still a bigger group than any other minority. So right. They're just, and there is this notion that somehow Asians and blacks and, uh, you know, everyone is going to be like sort of like in together. Yeah. And, and I don't know if no, that's necessarily chilling, true. Like, we're not right. chilling together. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of anti-black racism from people of color. Like, it Right. happens quite a bit yeah so yeah. that's a silly notion yeah if minutes people... to society taught me anything yeah, you still... the hurry current... up and buy <laughs> hurry up and buy yeah everyone loves that well, everyone loves hurry, hurry up, up and buy, and buy you know <laughs> <laughs> i made such a mistake when i was a kid i watched parodies before i would watch the oh, don't movie. be a menace <laughs> so don't be a menace before i watched menace, and Soci- menace to society and i was like well i understand the jokes a lot better now. Uh, yeah <laughs> message um go ahead got it so this woman's in a difficult predicament the republican party is in a difficult difficult predicament when you have these individuals who are going to seek extremely high powers of position Mm -hmm. in their uh in their new party that they're trying to reform that's why i think many of them would love to see this ben carson uh guy be charismatic and pragmatic enough to actually win but he's a a crazy it's so weird he's He's just a doctor Mm -hmm. i mean you but he's also a crazy right like he's nuts well, he's a very smart guy. I mean, the thing is, you have to convey your crazy properly because mm-hmm. everybody's insane. Okay. That's why Rick Perry, he's coming out, and of course, he's going to run in 05. Again? He, That's again. Crazy. And he's trying to avoid Not 05, his. 05, 15. He got uh, 16. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, he's going to start. Wait, what did I say? You said 05. 05. Yeah. Oh, my, You're about way 10 off. years Holy in the past. Oh, what, what happened? <laughs> Are we doing. Is this a podcast? Or is this AM radio? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, 2015, he's going to really, he's going to start pushing hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got his Rachel Maddow glasses now. This is Rick Perry I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, he he has a very uh, well-trained uh, theater teacher is teaching him how to debate and things like that. Oh, so wow. That's the majority of running for president. I mean, it all started it's with, you know, good. with Nixon and, and Kennedy. We all know that now. There was a fella in a wheelchair, Mr. Roosevelt, for a while. That would never happen now. Yeah, no, no absolutely not. Right, it would be all, that, it was all we would talk about. Right. And, That's it. And uh, Christy is too fat for TV, right? Mm-hmm. That would, I think he's I just think right. <laughs> no, you know what? He's actually Chris Christie. This is how far right the party can be in the you know the southern states. They think he's a rhino, you know, Republican in name only. And it's like, Ooh. how fat do you have to be to be considered fiscally <laughs> conservative? Come on, leave the guy alone. But it's uh, this Carson character. It'll be interesting to see if he has that sort of theater skill because that's really it's that's why it's so difficult to get a good leader because you have to be mostly your facade has to be good. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to project that you're a good leader, but who knows if there's anything behind the eyes? He's also a crazy though. Yeah. I mean, for a New York woman, like I'm me. not exactly sure too many of his policies. Oh, okay. He's so, very like anti-abortion in a yeah, way I would that assume it's, like, that. really, really, really nuts. Like in a way that's really nuts. Yeah. Uh, but okay. Anyway, sorry. So the Republican, love. Anyway. Oh, holy shit. He's the first surgeon to successfully separate yeah. conjoined twins he's, joined at the head. Yeah. He's like a huge deal. That's why it's so holy disappointing Christ. because he's like such a smart guy. And then it's like weird. I don't know how this happens. There's such a but, disconnect. His idea. He blames black women for the failure of like black, um, black men and black children. And he's like, oh, we've broken up the family wanting hmm. to be single women. Well, like, he's all like, wrong. I want to be a single mom. Like, <laughs> 
like, that yeah. sounds like so much fun. And he blames feminism and women wanting to be single for the ruin of black the black community. Well, I do, I'm I like, do agree with you. that. Hmm. You know, that's that's absolutely true. Don't go to you're going ben, to who's back. Gonna, what black women are gonna fuck you if they're married to black men? You've got a root for us to be feminists, okay? Feminists and single moms, so you get black guts. Yeah, okay? but I don't want to be a father. <laughs> you don't have to raise my kid. I'll raise my own kid. No, because I'm, I'm a have to strong raise the kid. black woman who don't need no man. That's the problem. <laughs> strong black. I like this Ben Carson guy. I'm voting for him. No, everyone knows the reason the black family has been completely, uh, uh, you know, decapitated at the head is because people are listening to Steve Harvey. Um, that's it. I, I listened. I watched Steve Harvey's show the other day. Oh, the the advice that guy it's doles awful. out as fact. It's, it's like, awful. oh, please, nobody listen to this. Please, awful. God. It's it's very interesting, but yeah. So you have you know you have some great strides for the Republican Party and right. this woman from Utah, uh, you know, black gal, uh, and then you immediately get two steps backwards when you find out the person running for the House Majority Whip used to go and talk to a bunch of white supremacists. But also, she just so. came out today and defended him. She was right. like, she was like, oh, he apologized for it. Those groups are awful, but it was. Ten, it was in 2002, and and he apologized for it. And I'm just like, if it's like, whatever. Like, if you want to be a Republican as a person of color, you know what? More power to you. But how you can be a person of color and feel like for your own political advancement, you can defend that person publicly. They will be using you for cover for racists for the rest of your political life. It's right. really mm-hmm. like, like it's sort of like Don Lemon or Charles Barkley. Like every time like something racist happens. Or oh, Charles doesn't that, need anyone to pretend. Charles will triple down. I, yeah, love, I love Charles no, Barkley, I even if I disagree that. sometimes, but, but that's I love the him. thing. Like somebody, like I'm going to be like, oh, some racist shit happened to me. And then there's going to be a white person to be like, but Charles Barkley, Barkley agrees with me, so what I said isn't racist. Like, no, he's an idiot, and you're racist. And now she right. gets to be the cover that racists use because, oh, we're cool with Scully's too. Now, I'm not saying that we should, like, hang, you know, wow, lynching is not the right thing for mm. me to reference right now. <laughs> no. But I'm not saying that we should, like, escort this person and, you know, but he should have to answer for it with more than just, I didn't know what was happening. And for this woman to, like, shut right. down conversation because she's the brown face, like, that's mm. really and there isn't a double standard. You know, this is something that all politicians go through. Reverend Wright literally nearly derailed Obama's 08 campaign. Because and he, and he's Obama an insane... had to denounce oh boy like that wasn't his homie. Like, that's right. fucked up. Right. Well, you know, the guy was a lunatic. He wasn't that I know, crazy. I, I can't deal with all these preachers. Yeah. You know, preachers I mean, he's are... still a man of God, which... Uh, I, mean... I hate it. I hate people who run under that, that guise of... so atheist. Yeah. No, oh, I, it's yeah. ridiculous. I, like, I swear to God, like, in 20 years, he's gonna be, like, laughing at Jesus in public. Like, it's gonna be great. <laughs> I can't fucking wait when he was like, I can't believe y'all niggas thought I believe this shit. This is gonna be fantastic. Oh, he does not care one bit. But that's one of his better qualities. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. He's so um, fine, too. God. Anyway. We'll see what happens. But thank you so much for being here, Ray. Thank you for having and, me. I uh, had fun. Yeah, it was awesome. And you're going to Princeton Ugh. in the fall. But I hate this. You're going for feminist African-American literature. Yes. Can you not waste your money? <laughs> Ray, go go get a degree in political science like I did and change it from the inside. Yeah, yeah. You know? With your podcast, one week at a time. One week at a time. Changing the world. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, you would be. Um, uh, all right, everyone. That's Ray Sani. Uh, you're on Twitter. What is it? Thought Theo? Thought Bayo. Thought so, Bayo. you know, thought and bay or slang thing. I don't know. I never got it. It's T H O T. Thought, thought T H O T is that hoe over there. Oh. As coined by uh, Chief Keefe in huh. 2012. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, and and Bay, B-A-E, is, mm-hmm. you know, babe, but slang, and now all right. these corporate brands are, like, co-opting it or whatever. I've so been hearing, I just, I've just heard about Bay, like, two weeks ago. Oh, really? And Bay yeah. actually means something very terrible. Marcus, can you Google it? Does There's it? some country it means, like, horse shit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's not great. And that's, uh, Danish. In, Dan- uh, in Danish, it means mean, shit. That's funny. Yeah. Shit. But uh, yeah, so mine is just a play on the name Scott Bayo, and I just made my Twitter name Thought Bayo. But it is at Raysani, R-A-E-S-A-N-N-I. Oh, uh, it's just the header or whatever. Nice. All right, that's Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm Ben Kissel on Twitter. That show last night here at the Creek in the Cave with Ted Alexander and Curtis Lee was, was amazing. amazing. 
I can't believe Ted Alexandro killed it. I know. All right, we'll talk to you soon. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.